Welcome, everybody, to the Mayo Media Network. My name is Nick Giffen of Fantasy Labs. You can also find me on Twitter at Rotodoc. And we are here today to talk about the NASCAR race this Sunday at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time, live from Homestead Miami Speedway. DraftKings has a $500,000 U.S. dollar tournament. Uh, so make sure to try to get your piece of that pretty large prize pool there. We are going to be talking here about Homestead. It is a one and a half mile progressively banked oval, which is uh, you know a, an oval that has banking that's 18 degrees on the bottom and then go up to the top, it is 20 degree banking. So it is kind of a steep track. It's also what we call a true oval in that it has 280 degree turns on either end and then two straightaways. There's no kinks, there's no dog legs in the straightaways. So this is a true highly banked progressive banked oval it also is uh pretty old in terms of its surface its track surface so that makes it more abrasive gives it more tire wear so it's also gonna be hot and slick so all these little features the banking the shape the the, the heat the, the tire abrasiveness uh all favor certain types of drivers so you we will talk about certain drivers here that uh, do well on these types of tracks but I do want to mention Denny Hamlin is the defending winner of this race. Not only did he win the race, he won the first stage last year. He won the second stage last year, and he won the third stage, which, of course, was the end of the race. So uh, he is the defending race winner, and he starts on the pole position. First place starting today's, or this weekend's race, I should say. Uh, and so Denny Hamlin will be starting on the pole as far as, uh, you know, getting a larger sample size of races, the closest comparable track to Homestead is Darlington. It is a little steeper banked, um, but it does have a similar shape. It does have similar tire wear. It's a little bit smaller. It's at 1.336 miles, but uh, it is the closest comparable track to Homestead. So I will be referencing Darlington a lot as well when we look at uh, driver performance. It is a 400-mile race, so at a one-and-a-half-mile track, that makes it a 267-lap race. We will need to find dominators. Dominators are the drivers that lead laps, that get the fastest laps, and those are very important on DraftKings. It's 0.45 points per fastest lap, 0.25 points per lap led, usually two, sometimes three dominators at Homestead in our lineups. Let's move right into our cash game play. Our cash game play is Tyler Reddick. He is $8,500 on DraftKings, and he starts in 35th place. That means the potential for place differential is massive with Tyler Reddick. Place differential, of course, being the difference between your starting position and your finishing position. So if he starts 35th, finishes 15th, subtract the two numbers, that is 20. You'll get 20 points just for place differential. Not to mention, you also get points for a 15th place finishing position. Uh, Tyler Reddick is at a very comfortable $8,500 price tag. He will be the highest owned driver on the slate. Of that, I have no doubt. And so he should be in your cash game lineups. A very high floor because there's only 38 drivers in the race. So even if you were to crash in lap one and finish last, he'd only get you minus three points. Now, obviously, we don't want that to happen, but... He is definitely the best cash game play on the slate. Last year in his rookie year, he finished fourth at Homestead. He also averaged a 10th place finish in the two Darlington races. If we go to the other national series for NASCAR, the Xfinity series is kind of the equivalent to like triple A baseball. Uh, and the truck series is kind of like the equivalent of like double A baseball. So we kind of look at him in like in the minor league series. Uh, he has never finished worse than sixth in any start at Homestead. That includes two wins in the Xfinity series. So um, very good play here. If you are playing in tournaments, 
There is the potential to go underweight on here just because he's going to be so highly owned, but I actually don't think he's going to be crazy high owned because there's a lot of good place, place differential plays starting from the back. So Tyler Reddick, great play in all formats. As far as a tournament pick, uh, I really, really like Kevin Harvick, $10,100. He starts in the fourth place position. The reason I like him is because a lot of people will be on Denny Hamlin starting on the pole, seeing he dominated last year, seeing he won all the stages last year. But Kevin Harvick, the other driver starting towards the front, especially in those first two rows, and he's starting on the outside, which you do like at Homestead. Uh, that gives him a lot of upside. My statistical model actually gives him the most dominator upside potential of any driver in the field. That's because he only has one finish outside of the top 10 since 2013 at either Homestead or Darlington, the, of course, the closest comparable track to Homestead. So since 2013, one finish outside of the top 10. Last year at Darlington, he was first and third. And yes, he did have his one top 10 fin one finish outside of the top 10 come last year at Homestead. He finished 26th. But the six years prior to that, he finished fourth. Third, fourth, third, second, and first. So uh, he's pretty dang good here as well. And, and like I said, with the focus on Hamlin and even potentially other drivers like Elliott or, or Kyle Larson or Kyle Busch, maybe even Orion Blaney who uh, ran in the top four of the whole race last year, uh, there is potential that Harvick isn't like super crazy owned here. So I really like him as a tournament play. I am going to talk about two drivers we might want to avoid a little bit. Uh, the first I'm going to say is an underweight play. I'm not going to say he's a fade. But I do think he is a good underweight play, and that is Ryan Blaney. Blaney starts at ten thousand. Uh, he's at ten thousand four hundred dollars, and he starts fourteenth. Um, the reason I'm not making him a total fade is because he did perform very well last year. Like I said, he ran into the top four the whole race, so it makes him a riskier play to completely fade. But I do like being underweight on him because if people are looking at the one race last year that he performed well in at Homestead. They're looking at a one-race sample size, but the larger sample size is looking at his whole history at Darlington and Homestead, and that is his only top 10 finish at either Darlington or Homestead in his career in the Cup Series. So he's just not great at this track style. He had one great race last year for sure, but I wouldn't say that is necessarily indicative of how he's going to run this next Homestead race. Certainly it's possible, uh, which is why he's not a total fade, but I do like being underweight on him because people might look at that and start to play him a lot and see he was good at other one and a half mile tracks last year, but uh, I do think this is a, a type of track that isn't his best and there's a very good underweight possibility here for Brian Blaney. Looking at a fade for me, it's his teammate, Brad Keselowski. Brad Keselowski comes in at $9,900 on DraftKings and for me, he's a much more comfortable fade. First of all, he'll be lower owned than Brad Keselowski, so, or sorry, than uh, Ryan Blaney. So, you know, if he does hit, uh, it's not going to affect as many people because he will just be lower owned than Blaney. Whereas if Blaney hits, then you're kind of in a little bit of trouble if you did a complete fade. Uh, but Keselowski has not dominated Homestead in the low downforce era at all. Th that means years 2016, 2017, and 2018. Then in 2019, NASCAR went to a higher downforce package, but then again, lower downforce in 2020. So looking at 16 through 18 and then 2020, Brad Keselowski has only led two laps at Homestead that total, and he's only had 23 fastest laps, and that's over four races at Homestead. So not a lot of dominator potential here for Brad Keselowski, who starts seventh. So even though he starts kind of far forward, he's not far enough forward in those first two rows, like first through fourth positions, that I feel he'll be you know, a lock to kind of at least get some early dominator points. 
Uh, he's also not far enough back that I feel he can get enough place differential points, right? Where, like, Brian, Ryan Blaney starts in 14th. Brad Kozlowski starts 7th. So he's just in this, like, really bad spot. Not a great track for him. Brad Kozlowski is my fate of the week. Finally, I do want to give you all a bet to win. Uh, I really, really like this driver. This is Kyle Larson. He is plus 850 on DraftKings to win the race. That makes him the fifth favorite driver uh, in terms of, uh, you know, the listing, the bets to win, the odds to win in the outrights. But Kyle Larson is so good at Homestead. If we look in the three races he ran in the low downforce era, because he did not race Homestead last year because he was, uh, he was fired from his team. But uh, in 2016 to 2018, during the low downforce era, he never led fewer than 45 laps in a single homestead race and never had fewer than 51 fastest laps. If we extend that to Darlington as well, still never fewer than 45 laps led and never fewer than 27 fastest laps. Over a six-race sample size, he always led at least 45 laps in these tracks and always had at least 27 fastest laps. That's insane for, for Kyle Larson here. Uh, this is just a great track type for him. Uh, just looking at those three Homestead races, he averaged over 100 laps led per race. That's 25 points right there uh, on, uh, you know, laps led and, and never fewer than 51 fastest laps. Again, that's close to 25 DraftKings points. So that's like 50 Dominator points he's averaging per race at, uh, at, at, at uh, Homestead here. So, um, he has massive upside. He's the fifth favorite, but I really think he probably could be the second or third favorite. He's in the best equipment of his career. He used to be running in that Chip Ganassi equipment. Now he's running in Hendrick Motorsports equipment, the premier Chevrolet team in all of NASCAR. So Kyle Larson at plus 850, my bet to win. And that's going to do it for today for this week. Make sure to leave down in the comments who you think's going to win the race. Who do you like to bet on? Are there any props that you like? What about DraftKings? Are there any other drivers that you like? Any good cash game plays, tournament plays? Just let us know your thoughts on the race in general. And uh, once again, I am Nick Giffen, also known as Rotodoc on Twitter for Fantasy Labs. And we will talk to you all another time. Enjoy Homestead, everybody.